Rick Jensen on 1150 AM, 1017 FM, WDEL. If it's Tuesday after the news at 1 o'clock, it's Daryl Scott live from Delaware's Department of Unemployment Insurance Benefits. Of course, if it's 1035 in the morning Wednesday, it's the recorded version of what we did on Tuesday. Hi, Daryl. Hey, Rick. How are you today? I'm well. So, uh, you know, it's it's interesting. I'm still getting, um, well, it's interesting and heartbreaking, still getting emails sometimes from people saying, I, I haven't gotten paid for many months, and uh, and why is it stuck, uh, and why, is, why haven't I heard anything from people? No, those are some of the common things that I get in emails uh, that I share with uh, you and uh, and your team. So what are some of the more common reasons why people's uh, benefits are still stuck and... Um, and not being paid? So there are a couple of common things. One, you know, we have the backlog, right? So as I share with you each week, we, um, you know, in addition to sort of the normal backlog that we were making progress, you know, toward clearing, um, we got 72,000 claims between April and June that, and some of those are legitimate and some were identified as potential fraud. Actually, a large portion of them were, you know, failed the initial identity verification. So Mm -hmm. it's a workload issue, right? Again, where we were down to 1,500 claims a week in, you know, January, uh, we peaked at over 13,000 claims in June. And again, many of those were uh, attempts at fraud. But it it creates a backlog throughout the system in the claims processing review and the adjudication review. And, you know, from a call volume perspective, we're finally, you know, down to, well, I say we're back down to about 14,000 calls last week. Um, We were at 28,000 a couple weeks ago. So it's just, again, this fraud is creating havoc throughout the system. One thing I, I really like to see was an email from one of your team leaders there at the Delaware Department of Unemployment Benefits saying, every single person who called last week and of all the emails uh, that were met, that were uh, sent to me, uh, especially, and there were many of them, all of them have been given to team members and they're all being researched now, which is, which is nice. It is. I mean, uh, the, I almost said her name, but the, sort of the leader of the escalation team, is doing a great job. We're you adding additional her, you can resources. Say her first name, well, I suppose. the thing is, I mean, Kelly is doing a great job in sort of leading sort of that effort yeah. uh, and all the people behind her, but trying to make sure one, as they come to my office, they get looked at, they get assigned. Some are very straightforward, right? It, and it, some of that is just the workload, right? That yeah. that people are trying to get through. That if they can correct it quickly, they do. If not, getting it assigned to somebody to take a look at. And uh, as, we, as you and I have traded emails and, and text in the last couple of weeks, some are, again, just a matter of getting somebody's eyes on it to try and figure out how to get the, the issue resolved. So, but she and the team are, are doing a, a great job at trying to respond. As you know, they care. I mean, the, the yep. team told you that when you were visiting. They really want to uh, get people who are entitled benefits, you know, those, those benefits. And, and the, the one caveat I just want to make is – I get emails to me, Rick, that, you know, that, again, we look at every claim with a lens of fraud, and we've got people who are trying to come to my office and escalate issues that we find, in fact, are attempting fraud. And I guess they think I'm not going to look at it, or my team is not going to look at it in the same critical way, but Interesting. We do. Wow. Yep. When you say they come to your office, does that mean physically? 
No, I okay, mean, I get, the emails. Phone calls, okay. I get phone calls, I get emails, and I don't know if they think that just because it's coming to my office that we're just going to approve it. That's not the case. The Every claim, even the emails that come from you, Rick, get looked at for a number of, you know, in a number of ways, right? Mm-hmm. We, we're looking at the issue. Did we make a mistake? Can we correct it? You know, is there something that we need from the claimant? But we're also looking at, you know, did they report wages, you know, you know, did they return to work and not report it? Um, are they flagged for fraud for some other reason that we need to look at? So, um, it, again, those additional checks take time, but because of the attempts at fraud, it just forces us to look at every claim uh, with, a, with a critical eye. And one of the main reasons you're on the air here on Tuesdays is to help people who do need that kind of help. We have Don on the phone Absolutely. right now. Don, uh, talk to Daryl. He's on the phone right now, sir. Hello, Daryl. Hello, Rick. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, Daryl, I just had a question. I was, the first one is a simple one. Do you have any idea when the actual offices will be open um, for people to come in in person? So we're we're working on a reopening plan. I know we were talking about uh, right after sometime right after Labor Day. And just so to answer that question, Don, so we're looking at um, – Again, sometime after Labor Day, it may be it may vary by office, and the reason it may vary by office is I currently have people sitting in the public space in one of the facilities, and I'm trying to get new space available to move them into. So, again, stay stay tuned for more you know details. But before we get it open, Don, we're trying to get people you know if we need to meet with somebody, we're we're trying to figure out how we get their claim resolved. So, uh, again, if there's something that's specifically challenging you or you know of people, they need to email Rick, R-I-C-K at WDEL.com. And, you know, if we need to find a way to, uh, you know, to speak to them or or uh, get in person, we'll look at, you know, how we do that to get their issue resolved. We'll okay. let you know. Okay. So, like, uh, hopefully after Labor Day. Yes, we're we're planning on after labor, and again, not the day after, but we uh, the team is trying to finalize the plan, and part of that is getting the computer set up, um, and some other modifications we're making to the offices. So, but we are planning to reopen. Um, currently, they're targeting September, right? Okay. So, one other quick one other quick yeah. question. Um, as far as my claim, uh, talk to somebody in your office, and they said you had to reopen your claim, yeah. which would went through that procedure and reopened, but there's an action item still there requesting proof of income. Now, there's been no income since the beginning of the pandemic, but it sent another request for proof of income, and we're told over the phone. Now, the initial claim, the 2019 Schedule C was sent in and proved and all that, but now they're looking for additional proof of wages, which there are no wages except for January and February of 2020, prior to the pandemic. Yep. Now, should we upload both Schedule C's or a 1099 and send that in? Because at this time, it's not allowing for uh, to claim any of the weeks. So, Don, one, one um, yes, I would upload those documents, but send Rick an email and mm-hmm. uh, and let me have somebody look at it. it the, the the system is naturally going to ask for that information that's that's just a default setting but okay. it's really your your unemployment claim it's really a 
sort of an extended, you know, sort of continuation of the claim. So send Rick, R-I-C-K at WDL.com, um, an email, just a brief description, and I'll have somebody look at it because I think it's a default setting in the system that is triggering the action item to say upload this information. And as you said, you submitted it last year when you when you filed the original claim. Okay, so but in the meantime, upload the 2019 and 2020 Schedule Cs, which yeah. show the income. Yeah, and as you said, it's it's all before the original claim was filed uh, last year. So, and yeah, if you yeah, don't have, yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, listen, thank you very much. Okay. Thanks, Don. Bye-bye. All right. Be well. Let's get to Mary Ellen. Mary Ellen, say hi to Daryl Scott. Hi, Daryl Scott. Hi, Rick. Hi. Hey, Mary Ellen. I have um, a question about my unemployment. Yeah. Maybe a couple of them. I'm not sure. Um, I sent emails to the fraud department. I've called on multiple occasions. And the people that I talked to were telling me that it's going to be taken care of, and I haven't heard anything. I've never committed fraud, so I don't know what that's about. And I think I'm owed four weeks. Now, I already went back to work full time, so I stopped filing because that's what I was told to do. I'm just trying to figure out why I got rolled up into this whole fraud thing and why my payments stopped. Okay. Because I would really just like the last four payments and then be done with it. Okay. Well, and I'm congratulations on going back to work. I'm glad to hear that. So Mary Ellen, send Rick. Yeah. yeah well, I, 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 so send Rick an email, R-I-C-K at WDL. Well, if, if you would do it again today, um, if you can, and then we'll, we'll take a look at it. Um, people get identified or your claim may have been identified or impacted by fraud due to nothing that you did, right? Again, we had a number of claims that were filed in people's names, so somebody could have, imper- and again, just as scenario is, they could have impersonated you, filed a claim that delayed or affected your your, your payments, right? There are other things that could have been as well, but that's, that's one of the most likely scenarios of, you know, somebody filing a claim. I actually had somebody reach out to my office today that had two claims filed within within a matter of weeks in their name, and they didn't file either one of them. So, um, yeah, so I mean, I've been – note. I, I just, like, my unemployment has been coming, like, fine, and then all of a sudden yep. this happened, and yep. I just well, – I didn't understand, like, why. Yep. I mean – so in many, as I as I shared as sort of the opening, out of the 72,000 claims we got in April through June, more than 75% failed identity verification, Jeez. and the number is probably slightly higher than that. And and again, some of those were claims that you know could have been for somebody who was already collecting. So uh, again, if okay. So what do I need we'll to send some... in my email to him so I can identify? Just, just that I'm so really me. A, yeah. Well, what well, one is if that's a question we have, somebody will, re, will reach out and tell you what you need to send. But if you'll send Rick an email, just say, "Hey, uh, pay, no payments for four weeks. Your last four of your social, and then again, if we have questions, we'll, um, you know, we'll reach out to you." All right. Okay. So, do you know after I send this to him how long that will take? Well, I'll, I'll share this with you. So it, it may take a couple of days, and I only say that because my escalation team has more than 800 claims that they're 
sort of managing. And those are escalations from Rick as well as other, you know, I, I was going to say other elected officials. Rick's not an elected official, but <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I actually, I, I would like to say this. I uh, I appreciate the emails I get from people who say they reached out to uh, Congress critters and others, and my email did them more good. So I'm always pleased to hear that. Well, you probably should become a politician. I'm going to tell you why, because it seems like the only way we're getting things done with unemployment is by reaching out to you. That's not Just true. Yeah. yeah, I know. I appreciate that. I know you that. guys are busy, look, yeah. and I know you're trying to do the best that you can. I got it. Right. Yep. You know, but I really just need that money because, yeah. you know, I'm behind like everybody else. I understand, Mary Ellen. We really, we really do. Um and I appreciate so, the call. So yeah, you, yeah. You, they're just they're work, They have it. They're working on it, right? Yep. If she'll send it, we'll get we'll get somebody to look at that. All right, Marilyn. I will send it, and then I hope to hear from somebody. Will that be via email or phone? It may be either or both. Okay. If I'm not here, okay. please leave a detailed message because, like I said, I am back to work full time. All right. That's great. Good for Thanks, you. Mary. We're right. happy for Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, sweetheart. Dark. That's uh, 5 tonight, 1017. Now, I got to say this because of what she said. It's very kind. Thank you very much. The real truth is it's the team members who are doing all the work. I'm just an extra funnel. So we set up this extra funnel so that people who are having problems accessing the website, accessing people through the phone and getting their benefits, uh, have a way to get that message through. And, and that's all it is. Let's get to uh, Spencer. Uh, Spencer, say hi to Daryl. Hello, Daryl. Hi, Rick. Uh, I'm a hey, bus Spencer. driver. Hey, okay. Uh, I have a recall date, and uh, it took about three or four calls before I was told, no, I did not have to get a resume in and put it on file, et cetera. And <clears throat> right now, I did get four checks. I'm behind three. My problem is this. When I refiled, when my year was up, okay, it took me two times to refile. It was probably my mistake. But anyway... I got a confirmation number, and so when I called in to file that that Sunday, uh, it doesn't recognize my Social Security number, okay? And after about, I don't know, six or seven calls to, you know, one of the representatives, somebody told me, oh, you have to file online now because the telebenefits is not working properly. Is that the, is that the way it is? So. Let me just let me clarify one thing. Are you do you know if you're collecting PEUC benefits instead of UI? I'm I'm not sure what the okay. difference so, is. So yeah, so so just real quick, when um if you exhaust your UI benefits, you will roll to the Federal CARES Act program, the Pandemic Emergency Unemployment Compensation Program, PEUC. And uh Spencer the for UI, we have telebenefits and we have the web benefits. You can submit your certification either on the web or via phone. For the CARES Act programs, you only can use the website. So if you'll send – so it sounds like you've got there, – there are a couple things, and it may be our messaging to be clear as to where you need to file you know, your weekly certification. But if you'll send Rick an email, um, let me just have somebody take a look at it and make sure – you know, we know why your three weeks are outstanding. And uh, well, and just to clarify, I, if – I'm sorry? Right. Yeah, basically, I, I couldn't file. I wouldn't recognize my Social Security number. So I used the chat line, and yep. the person, T, 
and I won't use his name online, but yes. he took down my information, you know, just like if I had answered the seven or eight questions there are. And I did it for, let's say, week 710 and week 717. Okay, I've okay. not done it for this yet. But, um, you know, I haven't seen anything. And, um, you know, I tried calling the te- – it was only yesterday that they explained to me, oh, I had to file it online. I, I guess I get both checks. I get my unemployment check, and then I get whatever the federal government's kicking in, okay, right. the $300. So I was getting right. both of those. But but that ran out on the 5th or so of July, so I refiled confirmation number, okay, I'm all set. But then it didn't recognize the Social Security. And then, just to throw a little kink into things, it said, I think somebody referred me to the fraud department, Maybe because I called them too many times. I don't know. Huh. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, okay. I sent the uh, fraud department a picture of myself with my license and a picture of my Social Security. So I hope that that's all cleared up. Um, okay. And I'm, you know, and so, and I know a number of other fellow drivers, bus drivers. They're not getting any checks either. It's just, it's uh, it's quagmire. Yeah, them. what's up with that? I'm getting a lot of emails from the bus drivers recently over the last uh, couple of weeks. So, so th- there's a couple of things. One is um, for the for the independent bus companies, they're, they're, in, they're able or entitled in most cases to collect unemployment. The school district employees um, or uh, bus drivers are not, right? And so I don't know if it was the... If it was the and in some cases, some of the bus drivers were working part time. Right. So I know that there were scenarios where somebody had a day or a couple of days where they worked. They earned too much to qualify for unemployment for that particular week and they had to reopen. So it, it may just be a combination of, you know, the um, getting a recall date in or not. And then sort of the whether they're reporting you know, their earnings. So uh, there's not, there's not, I'm sorry, there's just not one scenario that said, you know, this is what affected all the bus drivers right. because we had similar issues affecting some of the, um, uh, some of the other part-time employees that were supporting the school districts, all right, you know, so, the crossing guards and, uh, and others. Right. So my question now okay. is what does Spencer need to do now? I, 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 again, if, if Spencer, if you'll just shoot Rick an email, at R-I-C-K at W-D-E-L dot com. And let me just have somebody take a look at it and see if there's anything else that is outstanding on your part um, to get your claim moving forward. Because, as you said, I think it's three weeks that are still outstanding. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't been able to file for this week. So I am – internet's down in, in Townsend. It's just, okay. you know, whatever. That's, you know, I can go – I'll go somewhere else and try and do it on the internet. But, 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 but here's what – Here's what the real, like the other fellow that was talking about, two people before me, said yeah. in-person meeting, when we were able to meet in person, I've been doing this for 11 years since I retired, okay, yeah. we could go into the unemployment office in five minutes, it would be cleared up, and we'd Absolutely. be out of there. You know, it was just great looking Looking forward to when we can do that again. Well, that's the goal, and that's what they're working towards, and uh, that will happen sometime after Labor Day, but not immediately thereafter. All right, Spence. Yep. Take, your, take care, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, Daryl, you said of the 5,000 claims that you processed last week, uh, 72% failed the anti-fraud yep. test? 
So let me let me let me clarify. Yeah. So the the number I said is of the seventy two thousand more than seventy two thousand claims we received in April through June, more than seventy five percent failed the identity verification. So it's that was we knew we were seeing an increase in claim volume that was unexplained. There were no mass layoffs, and um, and it's been we believe it was an attempt at you know sort of a massive attempt at fraud wow. um, on the UI system. Um, unbelievable. So, All right, uh, appreciate your time. What do you folks uh, need to know now before we uh, wrap this up? As I've shared the last couple of weeks. Think before you click the the SMS, the text message scams, and the social media scams. We got an alert from U.S. Department of Labor that it, they're seeing it across the nation. So it continues. So just think before you click um, and make sure you're going to the right websites. Daryl Scott, Director of Dell Lawyers, Unemployment Insurance Benefits Office. Thanks for your time and uh, thank the team as well. They're doing great work and, and we know they're struggling and we know that they really care about people. Thanks, Rick. Hang on. More with Rick Jensen is just ahead on 1150 AM, 1017 FM, WDEL.